It's all the way to slide 15. Let's go back to slide one. Sorry about that. All right. So today's discussion is on unmasking your new normal. Now, during the last two months, we were told to mask up. We were told to stay at home. We were told uh, we would be able to free up by May. We were told we would be able to free up by June. And today, June 1st, there is mayhem in the streets. There is martial law, um, whether they're calling it that or not. The, the National Guard is parading the streets of various cities. There's a lot going on. Are they saying that this is the new normal? We thought the new normal may be six feet of distance between people. We thought it was you have to wear a mask. We thought some of the stores would close early. You had to sanitize your hand. What, what is the energy of this new normal? Do, do you know what the new normal is? So instead of leaving it up to others to determine what the new normal is, why don't we take accountability for what the new normal will be? Is the new normal rioting and looting? Is the new normal face mask? It seems very confusing what the new normal actually is. So let's take this journey and see what the new normal will be. The disclaimer here is that the opinions expressed in this presentation are those of the presenter. They do not nor purport to reflect the opinions or views of the 30 Day Redemption or its members, offices, staff, partners, or advertisers. So you can only exercise what they call free will. You know, free will is the choice that you have between things. You have the choice to go or to come. You have the choice to live or to die. You have the choice to choose to eat meat or to not eat meat. You have the choices. But one can only really exercise free will when they know all of their options. You can't exercise free will and you don't know what the options are. And most times when we're exercising free will, we're not exercising free will because we don't know all the options. If there was a new normal free will and you were given the choice between this form of the new normal or that form of the new normal, then you could have free will. You don't have a choice. You don't know what the options are in regards to free will uh, with the new normal. You're just kind of waiting to see what, and we say, We'll wait to see what they decide. Well, who are the they and why do they get to decide? Anyone here that is over the age of 18 know that you pretty much have the choice as an adult to make decisions around your life. But we have people who are now 18, 20, 30, 40, 50, 70, 80 years old and have to wait for others to tell them what the new normal is. What are the decisions that are going to affect their life, their family. As a matter of fact, in the month of May, some of the new normal was you go into the hospital, your family cannot communicate. Uh, rest in peace for anyone um, who has passed and condolences to the families of people who've lost loved ones. If you're here, uh, give thanks because a lot of people didn't make it through the month of May. Um, most people have lost someone 
and it's very unfortunate, is that part of the new normal? That's not a decision that anyone will willingly make. You don't make the decision to go into the hospital and not come out. Or you don't make the decision to go into the hospital and not be able to have your loved ones by your side. That should not be normal. Okay? And they have their reasons. But what are the reasons that will develop now with the military parading the streets? Did anyone get a sheet breaking down the rules? We don't know. Free will without knowing all of your options is really multiple choice. Would you like the left or the right? That's not really free will. You may be like, how about neither one? I want to do neither one. I wanted, what are my other options? I don't know if any of you ask those kind of questions. When someone gives you an op two options you don't like, you say, is there any other option? Most times when you do your research, you find out that you have more options than you're told. Sometimes the very things that people tell you are limited. For example, you'll have someone will tell you, you can't work here unless you get a vaccine. It's either take the vaccine or lose your job. And you're like, no, I think there is an exemption that I can do. What about the exemption? They never tell you about that. What about if I write a letter? What about if I get a letter from this organization? There's always other options. You have to know your options in order for you to have free will. How come they get to do that and I can't? Anyone have asked that question? How come? They get to do that, but I can't get to do that. I feel, I don't think it's fair. A lot of times we say that. It's not fair. Some people in the black community say, well, if he was, if he was black, sometimes it's a matter of economics. Sometimes it's a matter of racism, but a lot of times it's a matter of just not knowing. For those who are scriptural people, there's actual scripture that says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Knowledge gives you the options. Knowledge gives you the right to choose and the ability to choose. So how come they get to do that and I can't? Because they know. They know something you don't know. They are somewhere that you are not. That's a lot of times the how come. So they're saying the new normal, you've, we've all experienced this. Barren streets, curfew. Some of us are experiencing this right now. There's a time you have to be in. Certain people abroad, you have to be in by 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock to 6 a.m., can't be in the streets. 9 a.m. to 6, whatever time they say becomes your new normal. We don't care what you do, you just can't do this. Now there is rioting and looting in the streets, the fear of people coming into your home, the fear of leaving your home. Okay? This was March. This was April. May, you got a chance to breathe a little bit. Okay, we're going to start opening the cities. COVID-19. You stop hearing as much about COVID-19 over the last week or two. It's there. It's in the background. But 
the pandemic deaths and people dying is you really you're not hearing it as much and more people are doing more things and with less precautions than before okay we don't have a very concrete idea of what's going on is that the new normal so the federal and state government says well these are the new normal stay at home we have to test every individual if you have a fever and every member of your household has to be tested. They have these surveillance systems, okay? They have the, the little remote control, um, little plane things that they send around, I forget what they call them, okay? And they send those around to surveil. These things are tied into smart technology. They have the contact tracing. What is contact tracing? They're tracing who was in contact with who. These phones have listening devices. These phones will put you in an area and say, well, if you was in this area, this area had a higher propensity. You have to be tested. Why do I have to be tested? Because the data shows that you were in an area that was infested. Were you at the march? Yes, I was at the march. That was a high infested area. You were in contact with people who might have contracted coronavirus. We're not taking any chances. You have to be tested. Contact tracing. This is what they're saying is the new normal and it's not just United States it's all over anywhere technology is so is contract tracing isolating you once you're in isolation well we don't know <clears throat> mock hospitals are just the same as the regular hospitals you lose your rights to move around as you will you lose the rights for your family to be able to come by your side because you decided to be at a place that was with a high propensity or you are part of a group of people who are most susceptible. If you're working in the healthcare field or if you are black in a certain neighborhood or if you are elderly, certain people are targeted as high risk. They also have public alerts and mapping to inform the general public of the location of COVID-19 cases. So now, if you don't want to be tested, they can say, hey, this person is infected, you know, make you a, a target. Public alerts and mapping. You're next to a person with COVID-19. Imagine getting an alert, the, the person next to you. Download the COVID-19 app and see who around you is infected. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the, the, the situation with that and the, and, the, and the kind of interactions? So we have those things, restrictions of the mass transit. That's New York, they shut down the subway system. They have guidelines that everyone must have face masks or this is a recommendation. recommendation. Trump found a way to say, well, you know what? It's not mandatory. Some stores are not letting you in without it. Then they have benchmarks for when restrictions can be eased with some restrictions on large gatherings and mass transit 
remaining until the herd immunity is achieved. Okay, and that's what the goal is. The goal is to make you compliant and so that whatever orders come down for the new normal, you will comply. Is that our future? Scripture says, yet you have not because you asked. Now, are you asking for other options? It says, yeah, you have not because you asked not. Are you asking for other options? Are you asking for to not have to deal with that? Are you seeking options that give you better options for your life? Do you know what those options are? Have you explored it? Well, what can I do? I don't want to participate in that. Don't want to be masked up. Don't want to, and I don't want to, and I don't want to. Has anyone explored how to create their own new normal when you take the mask off? Can you go someplace and breathe some fresh air? It might be inconvenient, but have you looked into it? That's the big question. Have you really taken the time to look into how, if you don't want to participate, or if you want to control the narrative, or if you want to take responsibility and accountability, have you looked into it? Do you know where to start? There were lifestyles that were available before, during, and possibly even after COVID-19 that is not within the parameters that they have set. There are people who are still living their life and not confined. Now, you may not have broad flexibility to fly in and fly out, but you have some flexibility. There are markets that have less cases of COVID. There are markets where people aren't busting in the doors and flamethrowing the windows. This is not global. They tell you certain things is global. Some places are very quiet. Choose a lifestyle that resonates with you and your and, and, and consult with those who live a similar lifestyle. Pick a lifestyle. You know what? I want to live off the grid. You know what? I want to live in an earth ship where everything that I need is there. I don't, I'm done with this life. You know what? I want to be immersed in everything that's going on. I don't want to miss a beat. I want to be on the front. There's people who are built for that. I want to be on the front line. Well, okay, well, you need to be set up as an essential worker. You know, Mario Cuomo said that. It was like become an essential worker. If you have an organization like a nonprofit, you become an essential, especially if you're dealing with the public. You become an essential organization. You don't have to sit in your home and watch Netflix reruns. You can, you can figure out how do I get to move around. Gather the information and the steps that others have taken to get where you want to be. Once you figure that out, I want to be, I want to live off the coast. I want to live on a private island. I want to live in another country. Okay. How do you get there? Who got there? How did you get there? Discuss the function. How did you get there? What do you do? How do you get food? What about the transportation? Do you have solar? Can we swap apartments? You have people fleeing places. Can we swap places? Like, I want to be in New York City. I want to experience what it's like. 
because I'm a filmmaker and I want to document COVID-19 New York style. Oh, that's what you went to? Okay. Because not everyone's lifestyle is to be separated from the COVID. Some people may want to immerse in it. And they may be looking for ways to do that. Oh, well, shoot, I got a place in New York. Oh, I got a place in, in, uh, in Cuba. <laughs> if that's what you want, we just got to figure out how to get you there. Commercial planes may not be flying to a certain place, maybe a private plane. Maybe there is a commercial plane out of a certain market. But you need to find out how someone got there and then discuss how they function, what nuances they had to deal with, so you could kind of know what you're getting into. Because, of course, they say, what, everything costs money. There's a cost to get there, but you can work towards it. Why? Because we really don't know what June looks like. We really don't know as far as other people telling us. We really don't know what July looks like. They're easing out the information. Someone told me, oh, they got some information that says it looks like September. Can you imagine? March, April, May, June, July, August, September. You sitting for six months just waiting to figure out what they're going to tell you this next or will you be proactive? And depending on whatever plan you choose, you should establish either an individual or a family system or an alliance so that you can be as self-sufficient as possible because it's every man for himself out there. How are you going to do it and what kind of support system? Support system is very important, especially for people who have like these fantasies of, I'm just going to move out of the country and just, yeah, you think so? You better have your bribe money depending on where you go. How are you going to get around? Are you going to be exposed to more danger than staying home? What happens if you get sick? How are you going to get back? Do you have enough money? It's not all fantasy. But, you know, when you want to leave a place, you have these fantasies of doing things. You know, firsthand testimony. It's not all fantasy. You have to know what you're stepping into. Also, you can study similar trends of downtimes like 1918. A lot of the things that's happening now happened in 1918. They had something called a red-hot summer. I pray that we do not experience a red-hot summer. They had a red-hot summer where soldiers were coming back from soldiers were coming back from the war. And we're dealing with racism. Black soldiers coming back from the war and was dealing with racism, World War I. You had scenarios where black um, people were being self-sufficient and setting up communities in North Carolina, in Oklahoma, in Florida, um, and were being discriminated against because they were being successful and they were being murdered and they're establishments burned down. So you have to study, well, what happened? Study similar trends of the downtime and map out how you can be part of the recovery. Okay, well, if when is the recovery? I don't know. It might be six months. Okay, well, in the meantime, I'm going to do this, put my plan together, and then if it goes this way, then I will be able to 
jump in and get some of that. I'll be able to get some of that money if there's recovery and our alliance can be in partnership with, a, a, you, you know, you strategize. But to sit home and wait to be told <laughs> what's going to happen next is just not a way an adult should function. Position yourself and your new normal, your new normal, to benefit from the recovery. Okay, well, there has to be a recovery because there was one in the, in the early 1900s. And so what benefited first? Like, what was the first thing that benefited? And where? What markets? Who? Who were the ones in position? If that's your thing. They may be like, I don't want any parts of the recovery. I just want to leave. Well, who left? And how did that go? Yes, it will take you doing your homework. No one is going to give you the plan. When you are given a plan, that's fine if you're okay with the plan. But it's still not your new normal. It is the new normal of someone else. So, yeah, you can definitely follow someone's plan. Um, or you can come up with your own. But it's adult stuff. There is no uh, someone's going to put the plan. Because someone is putting a plan together for you. And you might not like it right now. So use the quarantine and the social distance and downtime to your advantage. How can you do that? There's something called visualization and mental imaging where you can actually begin to see your new normal. Now, for some people who may be very practical and very intelligent, you know, some of this may seem like foo-foo stuff, like, what? Mental imaging? I need tangible things. I don't believe in all of that foo-foo stuff. You have some people that are so intelligent that they are dumb because they're too smart to learn anything. Visualization and mental imaging is something that is used right now and has been used by many very successful people, especially athletes. What is it? The practice of mental imaging gets new data into your subconscious mind. It inspires and prepares your body for the work ahead. Another name for mental imaging in the competitive sports arena is called sports psychology. So let's take a look and see what that is. What is sports psychology, a.k.a. mental imaging, and how can that concept be the beginning of you creating your new normal and taking control of what the future looks like for you? Let's take a look at this. Our brains cannot tell the difference between an actual physical event and the vivid visualization of that same event. A reason for this is that when we experience something and when we visualize the same thing, we activate similar brain circuits. Because of this, visualizing desirable outcomes helps boost confidence, motivate ourselves, improve focus, practice movement sequences, increase strength, decrease reaction times, rewire our brains, and make epigenetic changes in our bodies. These things, along with your training, all complement and reinforce each other to improve performance and help you achieve your goals. For example, Conor McGregor uses visualization to boost confidence and prepare for competition. To give you an idea of how serious Conor is about training his mental game, here's what his coach John Kavanagh has said about it. 
visualization techniques that uh, Connor was doing before I'd heard of anyone else doing them. Like he would, he could tell me when he was going to fight. He knew exactly what was going to happen long before it happened because he had done it a thousand times in his head. He had warmed up in backstage. He had heard the crowd. He had smelt the arena. He had seen the audience. He, he would really immerse himself in the in the in the fight night. So by the time fight night came along, where a lot of people do maybe been training in kind of a quiet gym for eight or 12 weeks, and then they walk out to 15,000 people and they get, they get shocked. He used to walk in going, yeah, this is my thousandth time doing this. Like John Kevin has said, Connor's vivid visualizations can help explain why he is so relaxed and confident when he makes the walk to the octagon. It's a similar story with Michael Phelps. In his book, he writes that he would visualize to prepare for competition and to motivate himself sometimes for up to two hours in one sitting. My dreams and visualizing kind of really played a role in, in to making me motivated and, and helping me achieve the goals that I had. Alex Honnold, an athlete who climbs some of the world's most challenging mountains without a rope, does the same thing as Phelps. As he writes in his book, sitting and thinking hour after hour, visualizing every single move, everything that could possibly happen. That's what it takes to wrap your mind around a challenge such as the one I was about to attempt. I had deliberately visualized everything that might happen on the climb, including breaking a hold or just losing it and falling off. In a real sense, I performed the hard work of that free solo during the days leading up to it. Once I was on the climb, it was just a matter of executing. In terms of increasing focus and decreasing reaction times, a study of 200 martial artists found that visualization and self-talk reduced reaction times from 0.737 seconds to 0.659 seconds, roughly 10%. Although this may not seem like much, this is often the difference between winning or losing. An explanation for why this happens is rooted in a part of our brain called the reticular activating system. The reticular activating system acts as a filter. Out of all the information coming to our senses from the environment, it selects what will be noticed and given attention to by the conscious mind. By practicing visualization, you can prime your reticular activating system to help you notice and focus on important information during your competitions. For example, in UFC 194, Connor knocked out the 10-year undefeated featherweight champion in 13 seconds. Connor had been visualizing the sequence months before the fight and had even told the world what he planned to do. I plan to set him up, trap him, lead him into dead space, lead him where he feels he is safe, but all of a sudden it's a trap and he is in big danger. During his warm-up, he was also practicing that exact sequence. When the fight started, Connor's mind was focused and primed to recognize his opponent's sequence, which allowed Connor to instantly react with the counterpunch. In terms of practicing movement sequences, a Harvard study found that research subjects who mentally practiced a simple five-finger piano exercise for two hours a day for five days made the same brain changes as the subjects who physically practiced the same activities, but without ever lifting a finger. Remarkably, visualization can also increase strength. In a similar experiment, 10 volunteers each imagined flexing one of their biceps as hard as they could five times a week. In a few weeks, they increased their bicep muscle strength by 13.5%, and they maintained that gain for three months after the training had stopped. 
And finally, consistent practice of visualization can be used to rewire our brain and to make epigenetic changes in our bodies. This is the part of visualization that I find the most fascinating. I'll be making another video in the future summarizing the book, You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza to explain the science of how this all works. The key takeaways from this video is that there are countless benefits to visualizing and you would be at a disadvantage if you did not make use of them. In a future video, I'll be explaining the specifics of how to visualize like an elite level athlete. Subscribe to the channel to be notified when that video comes out and to receive the best mental strategies for elite performance. Thanks for watching. Doesn't sound like foo-foo stuff. It sounds like everyone that wants to create their new normal, your new normal, should visualize that new normal. That it, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like if you try it and you uh, submerge yourself in the picture of where you want to be based on research and based on finally seeing exactly what outcome you want, that you will have that outcome. Um, the irony short story, I had a dream about this time last month, um, maybe a, a last week or a month away from last week. And in that dream, there, same thing. I didn't even realize um, that it would show the gentleman McGregor, okay? Same thing he's doing in the visualization is the same thing that I saw in this dream. And in this dream, the, the uh, opponents were two total opposites. So let's say one is a Tommy Davidson, the comedian, and one is Rocky, you know, type of characters. And you would think that the Tommy Davidson character would lose but in the dream, he was able to predict the Rocky, Sylvester Stallone type character, to predict his, his, his punches. And by predicting his punches, he was able to win by hitting a knockout punch just based on predicting his punches. Same thing we just looked at. And that's called skill. Not technique and strength, but skill. Um, homework assignment for you all, look up the etymology of the word skill, not the regular definition, the etymology, E-T-Y-M-O-L-O-G-Y of the word skill. You'll be pleasantly surprised. So it says to me, based on the content that we looked at and the content that is written out so far, that you need a vision. You need a very clear picture of where you want to be because your new normal is your vision. Their new normal for you is their vision. There's a conflict of interest here. You are responsible, accountable, and should benefit from you. They are making a plan that makes them benefit from you to this day. So where there is no vision, the people perish. If people are perishing, is because they have succumbed to the vision of someone else. They have not succumbed or not obtained or surrendered to their own vision. Here's some visuals. Here's some examples of things that you should and could visualize. Now, this may just be my vision. This may not resonate with some people. These are just examples of the options outside of city life, outside of you can't go to the store at this hour. You can't go to the store at that hour. If you're in nature, you can do what you want. 
there's no one that's going to stop you from driving around in the woods, especially if there's some acres. There's no one that's going to stop you from planting your garden if you're ducked off somewhere. You need solar power. You need a system of getting water. You need to be as self-sufficient as possible with your network of other uh, people who are like-minded, if that's your vision. If your vision is to be in the city and just kind of wait it out and see what you're going to do after this all passes, how are you going to profit? Certain businesses and certain business models, not only with what's going on now, are going to be obsolete. Like they're saying, the movie theater business may, may crumble. Because who's going to sit in the movies in the next six months? Those industries are suffering. Certain industries are suffering, may not come back. So how does that factor in to your future if the industries shift? If, if uh, artificial intelligence replaces certain roles and certain jobs, what are you going to do? So you should have a visual, a visual of what that looks like. So these are some examples. You know, get into your own business, plant a garden, go into nature, spend some time glamping in the woods, spend some time writing that book you always wanted to write, get and to connect with nature, write a song, connect with yourself on a permanent level, not just because you're bored. These are some examples of the visuals that are different than the new normal that we looked at a little earlier. You have more options than you're being given because it is not anyone's responsibility to give you options. It is your responsibility to seek options. I have a new normal. My new normal is my old plan. With some adjustments, of course, for convenience. I have a clear and written vision. I've had a clear and written vision. So when the new normal that they had kicked in, I had to adjust, but it didn't disrupt. To have control over your time, your energy, and your projects that you're working on. Your projects could be, you could be remotely working for, for some people. You can be remotely working for yourself. You can be working on a project with other people. But have control over your time, your energy, and what you're putting your energy into. Freedom of mobility, always very important to me. Because that's part of autonomy or that's part of self-sufficiency. The ability to move around if you want to move around. The ability to work remotely if you want to work remotely. If you have children, how to keep them free and mobile. How can they learn remotely? Some people are, well, I don't have time to teach no children. Well, there's platforms that teach them for you. Not only can they plug in and have a teacher, but they can also plug in and have a tutor. And then you weigh in. How is it going? And you, you steer them towards the device, the, the laptops, the computer. You check in, but you could do your work and they could do their work. I don't, some people, I, I my business, you know, people always try to cancel you. I, well, my, my, the way I, my business works i gotta deal with people then they get quarantined for april you gotta listen because sometimes someone has something that can help you in the future take in 
and take into consideration what's being said to you. Stop being so smart. You might be able to implement technology into, there's a lot of apps and a lot of remote in the cloud systems now that you can do practically anything that you're doing right now. Many of you are doing it from home right now. You're tapping into the cloud with your platform for your job and you're making it happen just like if you were in the office. You're using Zoom to communicate with your coworkers. Got to fix yourself just like you're going to work and deal with your coworkers. You could be doing that for yourself. You could also set up remote pay systems where you can receive your money straight into your bank account. And then you could send the money straight to the people who you got to pay your bills to. Same thing. The ability to collect remote payments and to facilitate sending and receiving transactions anywhere. I remember I did a transaction somewhere in the jungle. I was like, I hope this goes through because it needed to go. I hope this goes through and it worked. Secure a team. Get your partners. Well, I don't know how to do this. I'm not really the business person. Well, get a business person. Sometimes people want all the money and they don't have all the skills. If you're not the business person and you're the creative, get the business person. If you're the business person, you're not really creative, get the creative person. If you're a big picture person and you need someone to deal with the details, partner up. Get them as a, as a partner. They don't have to be a business partner. A partner could just mean you're contracted for them to do their part and you cut them the check. You should be happy to get a percentage of monies that you couldn't get before because you brought somebody on. So secure a team, get partners, create alliances for both business and personal. If you decide you want to move abroad, you better have someone that you can get on the phone and be like, hey, can you um, log on real quick? You may need to do that because technology in certain countries is not like it is in America where you can just pop on your phone and use unlimited talk until you blew in the face. Certain places, oh, ran out of, ran out of minutes, <laughs> Got a, ran out of data. Is that kind of party, okay? And you may need to make that quick text, you know, WhatsApp. What's a, hey, can you log on and done. You get a text back, done. Thank you. You need the business and the personal support as you're moving around. Even if you're in the United States, hey, can you do me a favor? You know, a centralized support team. We're building a centralized support team for families because you need it. No matter how much you know, you probably don't have the time to do it all, okay? Diversify your revenue sources. Are you getting income from rental properties? Did you get you some cryptocurrency? Is that increasing? Is your Amazon books or your online business making sales? Are you the brand ambassador promoting something and getting a cut? Are you the person who finds the deals for the person that's doing the real estate and they cut you a check? Are you... There's so many options. Are you brokering for people who are getting loads for trucks? Are you brokering for people who have a business and don't have the time to promote it? Are you a social media digital marketing person? Do you build the websites? Do you do the graphics? There's so many options. Everything is not go punch a clock and wait till five o'clock. Diversify revenue sources. Sometimes if you don't have the desire to go into a business, you can leverage your talent and say, I am an administrative person. I'm available to do administrative work. 
cut me a check for this amount per week, I'll give you this amount of hours. That's all I want to do. I don't want to run around looking at anything. Cool. That's what I need. People who have a lot of money don't have a lot of time. You may find someone that makes a lot of money and will not have a problem making more. They just don't have time. You can tell them, I'll run this operation for you. Pay me 30%. You could take the 70%. Just back. I'll run it for you. Really, you do that? I will run it for you. You don't have to start from scratch. Those are just some ideas. Okay, we'll cover some more in the future. Be accountable. No one is responsible to tell you the new normal. You are not a child. Your new normal is your decision. It is your vision. So start your new normal today. You don't have to wait. It's June 1st. We already seen what they can do. It looks like they don't know what the heck is going on and it's getting worse. So taking matters into my own hand. The UN says you have the right to self-determination. The United States recognize, and many states recognize your right to self-determination. They will not give you self-determination as a package. You have to give them self-determination as a package. Say, this is my declaration. They did it. That's how the United States was formed. They declared their independence. That's what you're following. You follow people who had a vision and said, we don't want to be part of England. We're declaring our independence. You have the same right. So why are we sitting here waiting for other people to tell us? Because my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Throw out the visuals that they gave you. Throw out the empty street visuals. Throw out the visuals of you having to wear face masks that's cutting off your, your circulation. Cut off the visual that you have to be quarantined to your home. Cut off the visuals of military people going through the streets. You do not have to surrender to that. You can pick your behind up and go someplace and live off the grid. Couple people if you want to do that. Or you can say, you know what? This is a great opportunity. Get my camera. I'm going to capture this with my mask on. This is going to be epic. You can do that too. You can do whatever you want. Just don't let somebody else tell you what you're going to do. Replace their new normal with your new normal. Some of the things you can do, take inventory of all of your value. A lot of times we don't do that. I'll ask most people, if you know me personally, I've asked you this question. What are you worth? What is your gift? And most times people get it wrong. Some people don't know their gift and most people don't know their own value. What are you worth? You can only know what you're worth by taking inventory. What are your experiences? You have people with 30 years of experience and still think they're worth nothing. 30 years of experience? Do you know that industry? Let's talk about it. I'm always interested. I need to know your industry. There's a whole archive sitting inside of you. There's contacts sitting inside of you. There's skills. You're just not plugged in properly. Your experiences, your talents, your gifts. Some people can just sing. I always wanted to be a singer. Why don't you do it? I don't know. I just think I'm too old. Too old to sing? This is an auditory thing. There's not a limitation on when you can sing. People need motivational music. You can sing and put your songs to the visuals of what's going on. You can have new normal records <laughs> and sing inspirational music into people. Gifts, 
your contacts, your resources. It's not just a car. Well, I got a car and I have a house. That's not your value. That's your assets. Write out your plan. Consult with someone who is where you want to be in your new normal or someone who knows the way. Practice mental imaging daily. Now we have the, the visual. You can rewatch this over and over and catch that information. Stay informed of changes that's going on around you while you're working your vision, your vision around them. Oh, so we can't, oh, y'all coming to where? Over here? Okay, well, I'm going over there. Oh, so I can't come into the store. Can I order? Ask a million questions. I ask a million questions. Everything is possible. Work on your plan. Gather your resources. Gather your team. And make decisions that will benefit your new normal and your vision. Don't make decisions that's going to be counterproductive. Make decisions that will further. Okay, so I'm going to connect with these. No, I can't do that. I can't be over here because it sounds like you guys are going to shut this down. Can't do that. Don't want to go into that industry. Don't go into retail. Don't go into restaurant industry right now. They're burning places in quarantine and shutting restaurants down. That's not a good industry. But it is a great industry if you wanted to buy a business. Fire sales. Because the, the, the economics of that business is still real. Even though the physical structure. Sir, would you, would you be interested in selling your business? Yeah, I lost everything. How about if I cut your check for $10,000? Would that help you? Absolutely take it. The finances of that business. People who know that. It's a whole nother thing. You could work that. Restructure, refinance, rebrand. Okay, we're going online now. Charlie's Cookie Store is now virtual. Giving you guys some ideas. Don't take our ideas. Be obsessed with your new normal. Be obsessed. That's all you could think about. Oh, I'm, I can see it. I can taste it. Because what happens is you pull your energy on, your obsession pulls the people to you. This 30-day redemption has pulled certain people to the table. And I give thanks for every single person. But it was, this was a, was nothing. It became something. So be obsessed with your new normal. Attract your tribe and build a community or join a community. Now, some of this may sound really easy for me. Some people are like, Kashab, that's easy for you. I need help. I don't know anything about starting nothing. I just, I'm a worker. Okay. I'm going to host a workshop, a three-day workshop in June. If anyone is interested in setting up their new normal, we're going to have a new normal workshop. And we're going to get you together. June. 21st, 22nd, 23rd. We're going to do two hours each. Please come with at least a concept because I'm not going to give you a concept. Come with three. We'll figure it out. But that's my um, way of helping. Okay. It is a paid workshop. Free 30-day redemption, one hour paid workshops. Okay. So you guys give back. All right. So I'm going to pause there. And I'm going to open up for 
questions, comments. Um, if anyone has anything they would like to add, share, say, I'm open. Um, first thing I'm going to look at is if there's any questions. All right, let me see. So reiteration, homework. Etymology of the word skill, S-K-I-L-L. -L. That'll have you baffled. And Darrell says, this is exceptional and mandatory information. Kashab, good stuff, truly. Thank you, Darrell. That's my friend. All right. Anyone has any questions? Unmute your mic, share your thoughts, and ask any questions you have. Okay, we have Donica, we have Dana. Let's go Dana first and then Donica. What you got, Dana? If you you might be muted. You unmuted your mic, but I don't know if you have um your other mic, maybe your phone or something is muted. But we can't hear you. May have to come are you there? Okay. We'll come back to Dana. Donica? Anything to say? Comments? Questions? No, sir. I don't have a question. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Darrell? Um, yes. Can you hear me? Can I hear you loud and clear? Okay, good. Thank you. Two questions, and thanks so much, um, Kashab. Um, is there an age limit for the three-day workshops? I can, you know, minimum 20 years old if they have a vision, or is there an age limit? There is no age limit. There's only a maturity limit. Okay. And lastly, hold on. I'm taking note. If that means that means if someone is 60 years old and they're unteachable, I prefer they not come to the workshop. That means if someone is 10 years old and they're teachable and they're mm -hmm. attentive, they are very much welcome. So we only want to uh, to have it where people are ready to work, not to create any kind of confusion. Very good. And the second question is if somebody already has their business but struggling with some things about their vision, are they appropriate for this for these workshops? Yeah, if their if their business concept is something that is pushing them towards their new normal, sure. Mm -hmm. Um that'll be part of the workshop. So I don't really dictate what they want to create. They can mm -hmm. create, they can modify. Um, they're welcome to the workshop as well. It's just whatever you want to create, that's what we're going to work on creating in those three days. Very good. Okay. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Any questions? You guys always get so quiet when I do my uh, presentations, and I'd like to hear those turning wheels. So does anyone else have a comment? Yane? Have a com yeah. Um I've all, when I moved into my new space, my my vision was to get this place up and running and then sell my own business. Mm -hmm. um, I never, you know, I know restaurants do that a lot. Restaurants will open and then they'll sell the restaurant once it's up and running because in the restaurant industry, they kind of know it's a, it's a sinking ship. Right. Um, so I thought in my head, okay, grab this new location. We open it up. And then we get it really, really popping and community-based, and then we sell it. Mm -hmm. So I haven't quite figured out how to do that. I mean, I'm not really great with branding and marketing, so I know that has something to do with it. But now that COVID is hit, 
and all of this chaos is going on i'm not i don't know how to do it now i'm kind of you know just stuck so i don't i don't know i don't know if that um workshop would be something i should do I think you should because it will answer some questions. Um, the short answer for your immediate question is ownership. Okay, ownership mm -hmm. of your brand, ownership of your um, of your brand name. Mm -hmm. That's the real key because what you're selling them is you're selling them a setup. But if they're using your name, mm -hmm. uh, kind of falls under the franchise space without it necessarily being a franchise. You can yeah. have. A, family owned and operated you can sell it to people within your circle so they can operate different branches so that needs to be massaged that conversation needs to be massaged to understand um the brand how to copyright how to patent how to own you mm -hmm. may have some innovative concepts that you want to own and mm -hmm. then as you set it up then you can say listen this is what makes this unique and you pitch it to people and they buy in to your concept and you can offer them an opportunity to duplicate what you what you have. So your place could be the prototype. Nice. Just like I don't know if you've ever traveled to Georgia or any other market where they have those starter homes. Not starter home. They have those model homes where you go in. It's already furnished and everything. You ever mm -hmm. seen that? Mm -hmm. And you go and you're like, this is so nice. And you look around. You're like, oh, the paintings, the colors. <laughs> and then you go and you go into the one that you want to buy, and it's nothing like the model one because. Right. They showed you what it could look like. Someone can come in and make your place look like the one you saw. Mm -hmm. But your place will not look like that unless you actually duplicate what they have done. Same thing for your concept for your barber. You literally would become the model home or the model shop to sell that concept. And people could buy into it without even you putting the money into a second one. You could say, y'all like this? We could do this for you if you want. This is what it will cost, and boom, duplicate it, okay? So okay. we could cover more about that, but that is definitely a workshop item. I just wanted to give you that little snippet to maybe, you know, move you along in that direction. Okay. But it's work, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Yane. Anyone else? Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Any comments, any questions before we come to the end of this 30-day redemption? Well, you guys make it so easy on me. Thank you very much for jumping in. I'm going to share just the last components of the screen because um, you guys make it so easy. Thank you so much. Um, so don't forget, June 21st, 22nd, 23rd, if you guys are already subscribed, you'll receive it in your email, and you'll receive a link on how you can just click sign up. And then we're going to do that workshop. Of course, it's going to be remote. But within those three days, you're going to get something set up, okay, um, towards your vision. Um, even if we have to pull specific people in, you know, your vision may not be a business. It may be to get out of the country and, uh, or whatever, whatever it is. Um, it may be to consolidate with a few people and all live in the same house and cut your overhead. I don't know what it is, but we will discuss it if you need help. Also, if you guys want to support 30 Day Redemption um, and what we're doing, um, because literally we don't make any money for this. All of this is a sacrifice. Uh, but if you'd like to support, go and uh, jump on PayPal uh, or you could do um, what they call it again, cash app. Um, 
and or send in something to and it, it's whatever you want you don't have to send anything but we're going to keep this going and there's a lot of behind the scenes work going on so support 30 day redemption um make sure you jump on tomorrow we're going to do another presentation check your email every day tell a friend and we will upload this video check out the video re replay it um so that you can grow and also check out the ones from april it just keeps getting better and better so thank you all for your time great having you welcome back and we will see you tomorrow 30 day redemption have a good day Sorry. thank you that was fun thank you thank you, thank you.